and welcome to The Place You Start. I know, you're wondering why am I on The Place You Start? Well, I'm here with Christine Gilfill, and hi, Christine. Hi. Thank you for letting me barge in here, but I have questions. I was just at the event at the Doubletree this yes. month in December, and you have been sharing stories from Brooks Women in Crisis, and those stories were kind of the culmination of 40 years of work. And the 40th anniversary celebration was at the Doubletree, which ended in a big, big announcement. So you're not Burks Women in Crisis anymore. We are not. We are Safe Burks. Safe Burks. I like it. Remember that. Safe Burks. And it's safeburks.org. Safeburks.org. Yes. The only thing really that has changed is the name. Everything else remains pretty much the same. But, but there's a whole story behind changing the name, of course. I would think there's been a lot of change, or the name wouldn't have had to change. So in 40 years, you've built mm -hmm. up to this celebration. Um, could you describe briefly, when you first started, what was the intent of Brooks Women in Crisis? Well, you have to think back to 1976. Wow. Or 1977. <laughs> must I? I can we, go right there. I we must. Yes. And that was the year across the state and across the country, really, where domestic violence shelters mm -hmm. began to open, hotlines began to go into effect, because that was the first time in the mid-70s that we put a name of domestic violence on this issue. And, and also, rape crisis centers were forming at about the same time. Sometimes they were the same organization, sometimes they were separate organizations. But at the time, it was women helping women, survivors helping victims and survivors. And the name Burke's Women in Crisis fit because it was only crisis-centered work, hotline and shelter. It was pretty much only for women, even though I suspect that there were other victims of domestic right. violence at that point as right. well, right, right. we were just sort of wrapping our minds around the fact that so many women were impacted by this violence. And it was really women who had survived it or known people close to them who'd survived it, who saw the need for the organization. And made it but how interesting that it was springing up all over the place at the same mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. time. The, the women's movement. movement, consciousness raising efforts were going on. So it was rising at that moment. And a lot of organizations across the state and even across the country had similar names where maybe it identified the county that they were in, but it was about women and crisis, crisis. services. Yeah. So do you know what struck me at the event? And I thought it was pretty cool. And we even do it. We've, we've grown this way in, in the medical field. You, you see a problem, and so you treat those symptoms. And then the symptoms keep happening and happening, and sooner or later you go, well, what's causing this? And at the event, at the 40th anniversary, there was a, a sort of recap of so much work that you have done. And if you listen to all of the podcasts and the videos you have done this previous year, that it seems to me that from 1976, 77, you did the crisis work and you went, wait a minute, what's causing this? And you've created so many more programs and there is so much geared at education and prevention and awareness. A lot right. of times if you grow up that way, it's your normal. 
and you've done great work at explaining and educating that this isn't normal. This right. is normal. Right. Well, I think two things happened. I think yeah. that happened. Yeah. It's that that whole story of going up the river and looking at mm -hmm. why. So that happened, but maybe not. That probably didn't happen until more maybe in the '90s, okay. mid '90s, when more federal funds oh, became available yeah. and the CDC started to recognize violence as a preventable public health issue. Mm -hmm. So that did happen definitely, and it's been around for a while. But what also happened was we started serving survivors back in the '80s, '70s, and '80s, and they told us that they needed more. So, so you even listen before, to the people you're serving. Right. So even, okay. even before we started talking about prevention, which is very, very important, we knew that survivors needed legal yeah. advocacy and legal help, that shelter and hotline weren't going to be enough. So over the years, we added, began to add those programs. We knew that in our community, we needed to provide services in Spanish. We yeah. knew that it wasn't just residents of our shelter who needed assistance, it was people from the community walking in mm -hmm. for counseling or legal advocacy or whatever those services were. So if you look at what happened in the 90s, the legal program was born, mm. the prevention program was born later in the 90s, just as you the said it. The education, the peace works, the, the education, all, yeah. community awareness. Get all the schools. Schools, all of that started in the 90s. It needed so, to change. Your, the name, your name really did because Brooks Women in Crisis, while that is a part of it, there's this whole big thing that you do that wasn't captured right. in the name. That's right. I think there are two things. One is that it no longer reflects who we are mm -hmm. and hasn't for a while. And I will say also that other organizations like ours have changed their names over the years. We're not the first to do it. Mm -hmm. And there are still some in the process of doing it and will be doing it. So we're kind of in the, probably in the middle somewhere. But the other thing that happened, um, in addition to that, I just completely lost my train of thought. I'm wondering if, as you've changed <laughs> the name to say first, wait a minute, I have oh, to ask you this. Okay, go ahead. I know what it is. Go ahead. The other thing is that when we say Burke's Women in Crisis, we're really focusing on a woman in crisis. Right. Now, right. there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that is, the, is or was the majority of the people that we serve. But when we say safe Burks, we're talking about what we want the community to be. To be. Yeah. That takes the spotlight away from that one person or that individual who's experiencing violence and talks about a safe community because we know that Violence doesn't just happen to certain individual people. Correct. It happens at, at an epidemic rate and it impacts the entire community. So the idea that we would have safe Burks or a safe community is very different from we help women in crisis, which is still what we do. Are you ready for different. more work? Mm -hmm. Because I can only imagine. <laughs> yes, she's ready. I can only imagine that there have been um, people who maybe needed a service or had some questions, but perhaps didn't call because they said, but well, I'm not in crisis. But right. now you said save Burks and it, it's kind of like throwing your doors open to yeah. a broader group of people. And, and I think that's really awesome. I'm Even grateful. to get involved as community members, you wouldn't have to be 
a victim or a survivor right. to right. think there maybe there's some way there that I can get involved. I think that's absolutely true. Um, we know that men are victims, men mm -hmm. and boys are victims mm -hmm. of domestic violence and sexual assault. We know that members of the LGBTQ community are victims at the same rate as women and anyone else. So I think that the name also was not inclusive of those groups. For a long time, it was thought of as just a problem that married women right. faced from a, that is an so abusive true. That is so spouse, true. and it's no yeah. longer that. Yeah. So we've been evolving and changing as it goes along. But when you go to a college audience and the, one of the first questions they ask you after your presentation, if you haven't covered it already, is what about, the, what about male victims or do you serve male really? victims? You know, we would try to it be proactive about covering that, but that's only in front of individual audiences. People just going to our website or just hearing our name wouldn't hear those qualifications. So it became really important that the name be more broad, that it reflect the community, that it this reflects exciting, people serve. Actually, Christine. Mm -hmm. So you're at the end, of, we're at the tw end of 2016 and you're on a precipice. Looking back at where you've come, mm -hmm. what you've accomplished, what doors have opened, and now you're looking ahead. Can you capture maybe briefly some things you're thinking about at Safe Burks as you move forward? For the next 40 years? Well, I think that the 40th anniversary year with the Healthy Village Project yes. and all of the educational and awareness events that went on um, raised awareness in the community yep. to a level, probably a peak mm -hmm. up to this point. And we saw, we saw the impact of that and we saw, other, we saw people getting involved. So now to rally people around a concept like Safe Burks is very exciting. We haven't, the next step will be talking about exactly what that's gonna look like going forward. Are we gonna continue, hopefully at a good pace with right. those community awareness events? People are gonna feel more included, like exactly. there's a place for them exactly. in what we do. We're all working toward a common goal. My feeling is a, a lot more opportunities will sort of present themselves at your door because you've mm -hmm. opened that door. And it's an opportunity for each of you to get involved with safeburks.org, uh, perhaps as a volunteer or uh, presenting questions and ideas and maybe forums and yes. community events. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about it. I understand you, you brought a video along. Yes. The video that will link to this broadcast or podcast and video is the video that we used at the anniversary celebration to reveal the mm -hmm. name. It does give a little bit more insight. I also want to emphasize that we did, the uh, people that we worked with to do the branding went out to the community and asked them, what so do you think of words? when you think of Burke's Women in Crisis? What is it that they do? What are the words that, what are the things that stand out and safe, safety, safe house, safe place, safety planning, safety was just safe, safety was over and over and over again. So there was a whole thought process and a whole vetting in the community and a hearing from the community about who they believe that we are and what it is that we do that led to that name. So you guys safe didn't Burks. sit around and powwow and say, what should we call it? You asked the community and the community, it sounds like named you. Yes, and the Pretty video cool. that will be linked will tell, will 
illustrate a little bit of that process, how we made that transition to Safe Berks. Thank you Thank very you. much for the work that you do, for helping keep us safe, showing us ways we can all become participants in creating a safe environment for our families and our coworkers. And I look forward to what will reveal itself in 2017. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And this is The Place You Start, safeworks.org.